1: Do you ever feel that even though nothing seems seriously wrong, and you pass all the medical tests, that you still feel that your health, pain, and fatigue are completely out of control? It doesn't have to be that way. Listen to the tips and suggestions given on our program today, and take back control of your health. Now, here is Dr. Rebecca Risk. Hi everybody,
2: I'm Dr. Rebecca Risk, and today we're, we're talking about mental health disorders They often come with a stigma and I feel a lot of people with mental health disorders do fall through the cracks. Whether it's just the chronic illness that they're struggling with that has caused depression and anxiety, or whether there is a mental health disorder itself, these are often very difficult to treat. People with them do struggle going through a vicious cycle with medication, the side effects of the medication, as well as the disorder itself. Today we're speaking with uh, True Hope co-founder Anthony Stefan. Welcome to the show, Anthony.
3: Hey,
4: thank you very much for having me on this morning, Dr. Risk. It's really exciting to be with you.
2: That's great. I, I want to start with um, how why this is such an important topic to you, mental health disorders.
4: Okay. That's a, that's a great question. It takes me back to sadly, and I mean sadly, to 1994 when I lost my first wife, um, whom I was married to for 23 years to a suicide. She had Mm -hmm. been diagnosed with bipolar affective disorder one with rapid cycling. And sadly, she got on to, she hadn't done well throughout our marriage. She, She really struggled. She did the best that she could. Before I start, I should give you a caveat. And the caveat is this, that these poor individuals don't sign up for these things. They never do. It's not of their own making. And so it's not about being critical at all. So please accept that in, in that spirit. My wife really struggled and she did the very, very best that she could throughout our married years. But when she got onto a prescription of Prozac, she absolutely lost it. And within two weeks of starting that prescription, she ended up suiciding. She became extremely psychotic in her thinking. She became very, very unreasonable. It wasn't her fault. She, the cognition levels were so low. She couldn't understand. She couldn't comprehend. And this is what the medication did to her. There's no question in my mind, uh, this good mother, this beautiful wife of mine, was uh, a, a Prozac suicide. And uh, we ended up losing her. At that time, there was eight children in our home. And um, I was in a terrible place. Her father, Gordon, had taken his life 16 years before she did. And they had, there was no question that there was a major issue in the family with bipolar, with anxiety-ridden issues, with a lot of depressive states in, in, throughout her whole family. Um, I tracked it back four generations. And it's just that gift sadly, that keeps giving. And my family, my children, were in the same place. At the time of my wife's death, my son Joseph, who was 14 years of of age, uh, with the same symptoms as his mother, the same diagnosis, bipolar affective disorder one with rapid cycling. My daughter Autumn, 23 years of age at the time of her mother's death, um, diagnosed bipolar affective disorder one with rapid cycling, gave birth to a child with severe ADHD because you see the prevalence factors out there. Not our research, but for instance, the dsm uh has got a lot of research on prevalence factoring. And mothers that suffer with bipolar in many, many cases will give birth to children with ADHD. And by the time that those ADHD children hit puberty they're diagnosed with the same situation with bipolar disorder as their mother. So this is where we were coming from. We were in a terrible, terrible place of trauma as a family Uh, Rebecca. Just a terrible place.
2: Yeah, that's really hard on a family. You know, my family had uh, a similar situation with my stepbrother who was schizophrenic and he didn't survive his disease either, which is why this is so important to me and uh, can you tell us how, how your, your children are doing now?
4: Well, you know, the, this is an interesting story. It really is. I tell this story all over the world. In fact, in the last two months, I've been into Korea. Uh, I was, uh, we were shipped out to Hawaii uh, to, to make presentations, public presentations. been into Germany, Denmark, the Netherlands, uh, all over the U.S. and Canada, telling this, this story. It's a story of hope. Um, after I lost my wife, I wasn't in a place of hope. I was in a terrible place, uh, taking my son uh, to psychiatrists, doctors. He was already uh, medicated with a very high dose, uh, 900 milligrams of lithium, out of control. My da- my daughter was in and out of the psych board like a second home, highly medicated, um, and I started looking for an answer. Uh, in, in working with some of the best psychiatrists, in fact, we worked with a, a lady psychiatrist out of the University of Calgary. Um, she practices, or at that time was practicing in the Foothills Hospital in Calgary. Very, very well-renowned, and she indicated to me after quite a lengthy visit, um, your son is not going to get better. We're going to have to sedate him. She was doing the best that she could with what she had. And Mr. Yeah. Stefan, you need to realize that this disorder becomes more chronic with age. That means as he gets older, it's going to get worse. And Mr. Stefan, you need to realize that this is a recurrent disorder. That means it doesn't go away. It's incurable. And Mr. Stefan, understand this. There's a very high potential for your son to suicide, just like his mother and his grandfather suicided. And I realized the answer is not there. I'm not anti-medical. We worked with thousands and thousands of medical practitioners and psychiatrists around the globe. I'm not anti-medical and I'm not anti-medicine, but the medications were not helping. In fact, the medication drove my wife to suicide. And now... Uh, Coming years later, 2006, we have Health Canada, our regulator, coming out with a a public health advisory indicating that the SSRI antidepressants, things like Prozac, Zoloft, Luvox, Paxil, that these medications in a certain subset of the population can create homicidal and or suicidal ideation. What? I couldn't wrap my brain around that. that. Yeah. Yeah. How does that work? We sell these medications. But I started searching um, for for an answer when I realized that the answer was not found in the medical system, and it's certainly not found in the medications, and I started to go on a prayer quest. That sounds a little strange. I started to fast, I started to plead, I started to search, and it was interesting. Over a two-year period, people came into my life that had pieces of the puzzle, and that that puzzle started to assemble, I found some major information. There wasn't a whole lot to mentor from, I can tell you that. But it was interesting. In studying what these nutrients do, I was led to, to look at the nutrient answer. And over that two-year um, base, over that two-year base, was able to assemble a nutrient protocol a program, put my son on it on January 18th of 1996, almost two years since my wife has passed away, since she's entered that terrible place of suicide. And within 30 days, this young man no longer exhibited any symptoms whatsoever of bipolar affective disorder. One was rapid cycling.
2: Wow. That's that's amazing when you consider all the medication he'd been on and the side effects and everything he was going through. That's really amazing.
4: It's an unbelievable story because, of of course, when my son got better and then I put my daughter through the same course and we saw the same effect, and her doctor, a very renowned psychiatrist out of Edmonton, said, "I I see no reason why she would go into remission, but I do not believe that these nutrients had any effect whatsoever. But I cannot give you an answer as to why she went into full remission. It's been 19 years now. These young um, uh, people, my, my son and daughter, Joseph and Autumn, have never looked back. They've never required a medication. They've never required any psychiatric intervention. And now we're talking about major research that has taken place on this protocol. And it's now been out there for 19 years. So it it has some backbone in that sense that it's there and it's well and it's alive and it's affected tens and tens and tens of thousands of people worldwide.
2: That's a very inspiring story that um, they were able to even go off their medication because most people are told that's for the rest of their life. And then, you know, they're dealing with side effects and not feeling normal on the medication as well as off the medication. So the fact that um, they can do this, and you said it took um, Joseph two days to feel better with with the supplements?
4: Within within a number of days, you could see the change taking place, not only mentally and behaviorally, but physiologically. You could actually see his countenance changing, where, where all of a sudden he was looking better I mean, within a week, he had already come a, a good measure of the way. I remember Rebecca sitting with him on on the couch six weeks into this, so it's about forty five days, and him saying to me, "Dad, Dad, where was I? Why did I want to hurt people? Why was I so angry?" And I said, "Joe, that wasn't you. It was just the chemistry." And you know, it was amazing, like. The principal said, what happened to this boy? It's like a miracle. Like his whole demeanor changed, um, his whole personality. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. He became who he was before. When yeah. he was like 11 years old, when he was 10 years old, he was a very kind and gentle young man. And he always shared with family and he was sharing his life and he was a very kind person. But when he hit puberty, he absolutely lost it and became extremely violent. I mean, this young man at the age of 15 had a federal weapons charge. That's how bad it was. Wow. That's how, that's how bad it was. And all of a sudden he became who he, who he truly was. He married a young lady that suffered with bipolar disorder. Her parents were shocked at what happened. They didn't hold a lot of hope for her. They didn't think that she would have a successful life at all. They've got six children, two sets of twins. She's never been back. He's never been back. All the children are normal. They didn't give... I mean, here you've got bipolar parents. The prevalence factors are extremely high for giving birth to a child with a neuropsychiatric condition. Mm -hmm. That's not true. That's not true. I look at my family... Between my first and second wife, there's 13 children. My, my second wife wanted to have a family as well. And um, so there's 13 children. There's going to be 44 grandchildren soon. Not one of those grandchildren have autism, ADHD, anxiety, depression issues. They're all normal in that sense. And how that's taken place is because of nutrition. And there's major evidence now that's showing that our food supplies become compromised. And one of the very first things that are affected, uh, Dr. Risk, is, well, I'm gonna say this. This is not a pun. We actually become at risk when we don't, when we're not properly nutrated for a neuropsych condition. We're now looking at neuropsychiatric conditions as being the number one cost to our social medical healthcare system here in Canada and throughout the world it's the number one cost to the medical system and it's growing logarithmically every year and it's because of our food yeah i agree
2: with that i think that nutrition is important our our world is changing and we're we're not getting what we used to and we're in such a hurry to do everything. Now, I know that you've done extensive studies on, on your supplements. Um, we're going to talk about that after the break. We are going to take a quick break. We're speaking with Anthony Stefan, who is the founder of True Hope, uh, which is a vitamin supplement that can help with um, multiple mental health disorders. So um, if you have any questions for Anthony, please tune in, uh, sorry, please call in and um, you, we are recording live. You can also send us an email at any nantacalgary at gmail.com or send us a message on Facebook or Twitter. We'd love to hear your thoughts and we'll be back shortly after this break.
0: Your life, your health, your network.
3: You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Ouch! Ouch! What do you think of when you think of dental procedures? Well, when you think about it, the teeth and the rest of the body are strongly connected. What happens in one part affects the other. In the Tooth Body Connection with host Dr. Dawn Ewing, we'll explain more about these concepts as well as discuss the role that your teeth play in your overall health. You'll learn about amalgams and how removing them the wrong way can be toxic to your body. Tune in Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness.
2: Hi, everybody, welcome back to Falling Through the Cracks. I'm Dr. Rebecca Risk. I'm here with Anthony Stefan, who is the co founder of True Hope. Um, so, Anthony, we, we talked about the story of how True Hope got started, but can you just tell us more about this formula that you've made um, that started with helping your family but um, is now helping thousands of other people? Can you tell us, I think you have extensive studies on that as well.
4: Sure thing. Well, you know, it was it was really interesting. After we saw what happened to my son and the principal in the small town where we were living, just saw this miracle, like this young boy who was so violent that the teachers were afraid of him. He's 240 pounds of fury. Uh, the, the students were uh, afraid of him. Parents would be calling in to the principal and complaining about him. And all of a sudden, they see this boy just settle in. He becomes calm. He's not sedated. He's normal. And the principal started telling people about it. And pretty soon, my phone's ringing. Um, The gentleman that, that says, hey, Mr. Stephan, my wife has suffered with depression for 11 years. She hardly gets out of bed. I heard from the principal of the school, what happened to your son? Do you think that this would help my wife? And I'd say, I'm not sure. My son didn't have depression. He had bipolar disorder. But let's give it a try. And it worked. The lady that phoned in and said, I've got this 12-year-old boy, and he's kicking holes in the walls, and he has an aid in school. They want to remove him from school. He's just too much of a handful. And he's got ADHD. Do you think this would work for my son? I don't know. My son didn't have ADHD, he had bipolar. But it worked, we saw amazing things. And then the gentleman that's living two blocks down the street, hi Mr. Stephan, this is John. My wife Gloria, and I'm using their names, these are real names with permission. My wife Gloria has suffered with schizophrenia for 18 years. The only reason that she ever comes out of the bedroom is to go to the washroom or to eat. And I take her into Leftbridge about every two to three months to get her prescriptions refilled. She doesn't have a life. She's suicidal. She's in and out of the hospital constantly. She's extremely medicated. She's seeing bugs crawling on her. She hears the suicidal voice. She sees people that aren't there. Do you think what happened to your son could happen to my wife? I don't know, John. That's an awful long road to hold. That's the worst of any of the neuropsychiatric conditions. And you know, we put her on that and it worked. And when we saw that, it was such an amazing gift, we decided, look, we're onto something big here. This isn't like finding, oh, a better hand lotion that'll help with hangnails. (laughs) This is a major breakthrough in that sense but nobody was listening to it in the sense of the medical practitioners. Go away, go away with your stories. They're fabricated, they're not true. And we realized we'd better get some research. So we headed up to the University of Calgary. We brought this lady with us. Um, they interviewed my daughter. They looked at her medical file. They interviewed my son. They interviewed this lady that had severe schizophrenia, who by the way now, 60 days later, two months later, is working in the local hospital in the cafeteria volunteering. This is the kind of effects that we were seeing. And they, they, they were shocked and they decided to do research. So Dr. Steven Simpson from the University of Calgary, he's a practicing um, um, uh, psychiatrist at the Foothills Hospital. As well, he's a PhD in biochemistry, decided with Dr. Bonnie J. Kaplan, who's a clinical trialist, to take a look at this, and they ran some research with 10 people who were highly medicated that hadn't seen positive effects at all from the medications, and pretty soon they're putting on a presentation at the uh, annual um, Canadian Psychiatric Association general meeting in Victoria, BC. CTV National News was there, and there was a national story that was made out of this on the 11 o'clock news. Amazing. Wow. But what was amazing, the very next day my phone rang, and I remember answering that, and I said, good morning. And this voice on the other end said, this is Health Canada, the regulator. I'm thinking, Health Canada? Mr. Stefan, who gave you the authority to speak on national news last night? I said, well, I didn't think that I had to have authority. Well, Mr. Stefan, you need to understand that you're in violation of Section 3.1 and 3.2 of the Food and Drugs Act. And these are criminal code proceedings, sir. So here's what you're gonna do. You will never speak of this again publicly. Do you understand, Mr. Stefan? And Mr. Stefan, further to that, there will not be any uh, nutrient product made available, and we're going to advise the University of Calgary that they're going to shut down all current and future research. And I said, what? Wow. My children, my children need this product for their life. You're not hearing us, Mr. Stefan. Click. And then the persecution began. Cease and desist order one came. Cease and desist order two came. And you know, it was interesting. I couldn't, I couldn't listen to it. I, we tried to work with them. We drove out to, um, the western regional director's office in burnaby BC for health canada they refused to listen they wouldn't they wouldn't uh, uh contact the researchers they weren't prepared to look at the research by <clears throat> by this time now there's a publication now there's two publications and now there's three publications on research and they're ignoring all of this and they're just saying you're going to shut this thing down or you're gonna spend some time behind bars. What? You're not gonna look into this? You're not gonna see if this is real? And they did everything that they could to shut this down, to make it difficult for people to get it. It was incredible. We ended up uh, setting up a, um, we had to carry on. There's a constitutional right here in Canada under section seven and eight of our constitutional law, the Charter of Rights, for people to have life, liberty, and security of the person. And Health Canada was voiding that because these people didn't have a right to use this. They only had a right to use medications. And you gotta ask the question, why would they do that? What's this all about? We kept on going, and then one June morning, Our door opened up, and we had a gun drawn raid from the RCMP and with Health Canada. There were nine RCMP and eight Health Canada agents, and they swarmed our call center. They interrogated the staff. Are you still there?
2: I'm here. Yeah, this is an amazing story. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I heard a click. Sorry, I I wonder (laughs) if we got disconnected. But anyhow, they swarmed. They swarmed our center. And all of these women that are on the phone helping people, giving support to people. And it, by the way, it's free support. We're not charging these people for the support. And the police are in there yelling, get your hands up, get away from your computers. And they corralled them all into the, um, the lunchroom and the interrogation began. I got there about a half hour later and the commanding officer uh, said to me, are you Mr. Stefan?" I am. Mr. Stefan, I want to see some of this dangerous, illegal drug that you're selling. I said, well, we don't sell it here. People order it, comes across the Canadian border, and it's mail-ordered. What? You mean to tell me that people are actually bringing this into Canada, this illegal drug? And he said, do you have any of it here? And I said, well, just a minute. I said, Uh, There's a lady over here who suffered with severe depression, and she's one of our counselors now. And I said, can I borrow your bottle that's on your desk for a minute? The police want to have a look at it. And so I brought this bottle back, and he took it into his hands, and he said, let me see here. Mmm, vitamin A, vitamin C, calcium magnesium, What? What? This stuff looks like that stuff that my wife feeds my kids every day for breakfast. Like, it's like, uh, you know, a one-a-day vitamin for children. I said, that's right. It's vitamins and minerals. And he got such a shocked look on his face, Rebecca. It just, it floored me. It was like I almost had to lift up his jaw. It dropped so far. He said, well, well what are we doing here? And I said, I'd like to know that, too. And, you know, his whole demeanor changed. It was an amazing experience because I showed him the research at that time. There is now seven medical journal publications from three different countries, about eight different universities involved. He looked at this research and he said, Hey, there's some power behind this. This is looking like it's actually doing some good for people. I showed him hundreds of emails, faxes, letters, some of them tear-stained, where a woman would write in, my husband's back with our children. He used to be so violent and angry, and he had to leave our home, and he couldn't support us. Now he's back with us. He's kind. He's loving. He's working. Or... I got a letter, you know, all these different letters. My wife is able to function. She's better with the children. My ADHD child is able to function in school. He's getting great grades. Um, my son that has psychosis now is functioning normal. We saw oh thousands and thousands of people who had turned around, and he's reading these letters, and he's getting really angry. He's saying, hey, there's something wrong here. I said to him, I said, they're using you. Health Canada is using you. They're angry. There's some kind of an agenda behind this, some kind of a pharmaceutical agenda to stop this thing. Well, you know, we end up still being charged criminally. And uh, we ended up in the courts. And um, we end up paying $381,000 to defend ourselves from these criminal proceedings. And we were very, very blessed with Providence because the judge saw through what Health Canada was doing and blocked their attempts, threw all of the charges out and awarded us an edict under Section 217 of the criminal code that said, you can't stop. He said, if Health Canada tells you to shut down, you can't listen to him, because the evidence before the court has proven that this product has helped people, and not in a marginal way, but in a very profound way, and people have the right to utilize this product. And so here we are today, still functioning under that edict, where thousands and thousands and thousands of people have found normality. And we provide support, and we were told that we had to continue supporting the people as we had done in the past. So, Rebecca, we assist them as well in medication reduction, and we assist them um, and work with their doctors in helping them. And many, 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 many people no longer require psychiatric medications, and they live an absolutely normal life because their brains are functioning because of proper nutrition
2: that's um you know it's an interesting story that um, it was so threatening this and it's a vitamin and mineral supplement and it can do such amazing things and that really goes back to what we were saying before where it does come down to nutrition and we're lacking so much for so many different reasons we're not eating properly our soils not the same our air is not the same and uh... Um, we're lacking those things that, that we need so desperately, obviously so desperately, because I don't think there's anybody that's listening who can't say they themselves or somebody they know isn't affected by depression, anxiety, or more serious disorders like bipolar or schizophrenia or ADHD. And, I, I um, you know, it, it's, uh, as you said, um, an epidemic where it, it's there's so much of this going on and um, the medication doesn't work as your family is a testimony to. It's not working for a lot of people. For some people it does and some people struggle with it. You know, they don't feel normal and they don't feel right on their medication and so they don't take it.
4: Well, what, what we're seeing sadly is the advent of mass killings in the US, Canada and throughout the world. And when you actually look behind those mass killings, you'll find in many, 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 many cases, the overwhelming majority of those cases, there's a psychiatric medication involved. And just like Health Canada gave that warning to Canadians, there's a certain subset of the population that can be affected through the use of these medications, creating homicidal and or suicidal ideation. And this is what we're seeing. Mm -hmm. But what happens, sadly, there's a complete Disconnect between medical science and the medical system. The medical system is extremely slow to change. I mean, we look back in history, lo- look at the, the ulcer thing. When I was a little kid, and I'm 63 now, when I was a little kid, if somebody ended up with ulcers, what did we do? We cut out their guts, right? We did. No. No. We, 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 took, we took a, a chunk of their, of their gut out, and it was discovered. That a bacteria called Heliobacter pylori was responsible for ulcers in pigs. And that translated into humans, because we're very much like hogs. I'm sorry. We, we are. I mean, they even use some hog parts they, they used to in, in heart medicine. You know, that kind of a thing. And insulin production, this kind of a thing. So we're very similar to a certain extent. They're monogastric, da-da-da-da. But they discovered that ulcers could be remedied by using tetracycline. It's an antibiotic, and then applying bismuth. It's a mineral, and it has a healing property. I mean, we've all heard of pepto It's a wonderful product for people with an upset stomach. I'm not advocating. I'm just saying it, it works. It has that mineral called bismuth. And what's interesting is In the hog industry, they couldn't afford to do an operation and remove the ulcers out of a hog. Otherwise, uh, a pound of bacon would be worth $400, $400, right? (laughs) So what they would do is they would give them an antibiotic and a little bit of bismuth, and they would resolve it. And it took 22 years in the medical system for them to get it. FDA had to write a Dear Doctor letter to every doctor in America saying, "Hey, you no longer have to chunk out a piece of uh, of the gut, just load people with a dose uh a, or, or you know, a dose uh, for 10 days or whatever of tetracycline and they'll be okay. The stomach will heal up." And it's absolutely true, but it took 22 years to change that. Why? Because it flew in the face of certain medications. That's why.
2: You know, um, Anthony, I often use that same example for people to understand why, um, you know, things are moving slower with the medical system. Um, So it's really funny that you brought that up. We are going to take a short break, and, and you did say that you have a, a program to help people, so I want to talk about that after. I'm sure there's a lot of people listening who are really curious about what they can do to help themselves. So if anybody listening does have any questions, we are recording live, so feel free to call in. You can also send us an email at ananticalgary at gmail.com or send us a message on Facebook or Twitter. And we'll be back shortly after this break with Anthony Stefan, the co-founder of True Hope Vitamins.
0: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
3: We are bombarded daily with information about beauty products and anti-aging treatments. Do you know how they have been tested? Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelly's Show and Tell with host Shelly Hancock. We'll bring you the top-rated skincare products and treatments tested by Real Transformation Skin Care Centers. We'll motivate you to make the best changes. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness.
2: Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carroll's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com.
0: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
2: everybody welcome back to falling through the cracks i'm dr rebecca risk and i'm speaking today with anthony stefan who is the co-founder of true hope and anthony we were talking earlier about um you know your how you got into this and and generally the, the vitamins are are treating people with you know pretty major mental health disorders that are affecting them um quite deeply in their lives really as you said before they're not really living they're sort of they're surviving um and and You said that you have a program that can help people to transition off their medications and onto the vitamins. So how does that
4: work? Well, it's very, very simple. And um, we've got, according to New York State University, New York State as well as the University of Calgary, looked into our database. They gave us a... a, um, confidentiality agreement, because there's a lot of high-profile people in that database, and we have to be very, very careful, and, of course, we keep everybody's names confidential. But um, they actually went into the database and studied it, and they've indicated to us that we have the largest neuropsychiatric database in the world. But what's different about this database is that it doesn't just house people who are, are, are ill, it houses people's information who have come to us who were extremely ill and got better. And it shows, it shows the data to prove this. You see, it's very, very intriguing and uh, very, very exciting. And so what we learned throughout the years is how to mediate the medications. Oh, you know, there's a few people that get upset when I talk about this, but these medications aren't sacred. Um, I use the example, if, if I if I go to the dentist, which I do occasionally, get my teeth fixed up, and he says to me, you're going to be in a little bit of pain, here's here's a, um, a prescription of Tylenol 3. Well, I may or may not use that. If I have pain, I may take a couple or three or whatever and get through it. But it doesn't mean that I have to use these medications for the rest of my life. I'm not going to be medicated because I had my teeth repaired uh, 10 years ago and continue to take painkillers for the next 10 years. But you see, it's the same thing with neuropsychiatric conditions. When you load these nutrients into people and they start to produce the proper levels of neuropeptides neurotransmitters, enzymes, all of those things that bring about a proper neurochemical balance, it doesn't mean that you have to be on medications for the rest of your life. In fact, if you remain on the medications when you don't need them, they don't make you into a super person. In fact, they'll actually imbalance the chemistry. There have been research publications, in fact, I'm pointing to one, that was published in the Canadian Psychiatric Association uh, Journal, the CMA. And here's what it indicated. They took people who were, for all intents and purposes, what you would call normal controls. People that had never had depression. They gave them an antidepressant, and over 80% of those people became very ill. It actually dysregulated their chemistry. A lot of them had anxiety. Some of them had obsessive thinking. There were a number number of people within that study that actually ended up with suicidal thinking. So you see, overholding the medication isn't a good thing. So we learned that through this practice that we had to have the medications reduced. So we started working with people's doctors, and the doctors would reduce the medication appropriately, and people pretty soon didn't need the medication and they became absolutely normal. And so we have this center where people can call in, it's all 800 servicing, 1-800, it's free, and there they receive coaching on how to do this. We work with their medical practitioner wherever possible, and uh, we keep that data and protect that data uh, in fact, the people that developed the TD banking protocol developed the same protocol for us as well. And so it's 128-bit encryption and um, just like the ATMs are very, very highly encrypted, this program's encrypted too. So yeah, so it's a very, very good program and we walk people through it. We realize that you can't just give them these nutrients and expect them just to fare well without any coaching. If they're not medicated, yeah, don't require the coaching, just take the nutrients and you do better. But uh, where they're taking the medication, they need some help, and so we provide that kind of help. And that help was mandated by the Canadian courts back in 2008 as well. So we're continuing to do this according to that mandate that we received from the courts.
2: Uh, What's the uh, doctor response when people, you know, tell their doctor they want to go off their medication? Do you, I mean, I can imagine that doesn't always go over well, but, you know, times are changing. Is there a little more acceptance than there used to be?
4: Oh, much more, much more. Fifteen years ago, when we talked to doctors, they would get angry. And this isn't a slam against doctors. It's a paradigm shift. And there's always opposition, when you have a paradigm shift, it doesn't matter if it's this or that. You're always going to have opposition, and we understand that. And it's a question of educating people. If they're not up on something, they're not up on it, and they're not going to agree with it. So now there's no question there's a paradigm shift. People are beginning to see the power of nutrition in their life, um, and we're seeing some wonderful things. And so now doctors cooperate. They phone us. We actually set up a doctor's section in our operation where we um, work with the doctors, we put their information into the database, we send out information that assists them in learning how to do this, because there's a little bit of a trick to it. But uh, it works, and it's a very smooth transition. So yeah, we get a lot more support now than ever before. Uh, there's an opening coming. Uh, I think over the next 10 years, we're going to see a major change in the way that we treat uh, not just mental illness, or we don't even call them mental illnesses uh, in our center. They're nutrient deficiency disorders, because that's all that they are. The evidence is, is proven in the research. You put somebody onto the nutrients, they get better. And there's 16 different disorders that have been tested Uh, They're now coming out with a study on on psychosis and schizophrenia. Um, I understand the data is very, very good. I haven't seen it fully yet, but uh, I understand it's going to be a a real blockbuster. Um, We're seeing so many things, physiologically speaking and mentally speaking, that respond to nutrition.
2: Well, I can see um, in the future mental health disorders being treated very easily the same way as H. pylori is now you know you said when you were a kid it was major surgery and now you take an antibiotic to treat your ulcers and you know it's a seven-day course so uh, you know it's probably going to change the way things are in the future where instead of struggling for your entire life with your depression or anxiety or your bipolar disorder it's just going to be something that you need to take a vitamin for which is really amazing um, life changing.
4: Well, and a lot of this movement is grassroots, and the medical system is starting to pick up on it. Using L-argentine to assist with uh, a reduction of occlusions in the vascular system. That's become established in science now. There's a new kid on the block. Uh, this last year, they did 350,000 cataract operations here in Canada. that's amazing 350,000 cataract operations I have cataracts or I used to have cataracts but rather than having having an operation out of the UK I ordered some amino acid drops um, N-acetylcarnosine and I took those drops and within a week my eyesight had improved over 80% yeah it's amazing. It's amazing. And yeah. so we're seeing this vast change in the way that we think. You know, there's something broken out, though, in, in a, that's really broken in our, um, our food system. Uh, I've looked into a lot of research, the USDA, United States Department of Agriculture Research. They, for instance, they have a study that started in 1914, ended in 1997. So 1914 to 1997, they took an adult portion of lettuce, cabbage, spinach, and tomatoes. That sounds like a pretty good salad, doesn't it? And they did this thousands of times, and they measured for calcium, magnesium, and iron. Okay, the sum, summation. In 1914, they found that there was over 400 milligrams, over 400 milligrams Summarily speaking, of calcium, magnesium, and iron, in 1997, there's 65. That means now, if you want the same nutrition, uh, from, ni- as the people had in 1914, when mental conditions were very, very low on the scale, it was less than 2% of the population, and now it's over 20% of the population, but if you want the same kind of nutrition, you have to eat six and a half Plates of that salad compared to one in nineteen fourteen so wow. it's huge. our food is being degraded
2: yeah yeah there's a lot of changes in our world and and we need to uh, accept that and um, make changes ourselves it's not just the same as it used to be to just eat your vegetables and and you'll be okay. I think we all need to supplement now to um, keep our balance and our keep our bodies um, where they should be, which is sad, but is the reality of where we are now. Exactly. Yeah.
4: We learned how to process these nutrients in such a way that the bioavailability factoring is almost 100%, and um, just like when you take a tomato off the vine and you consume it, you almost uptake 100% of those nutrients are in the tomato, same as with this supplement.
2: That's amazing. So um, there, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening who are wanting to help themselves or to help someone close to them. How do they get in touch with, with your program?
4: Okay, I'll give that information. Thank you for asking. So they can go on the website and they can look at videos. So I think there's about 50, 60, 70 videos out there. They can actually view the research and the abstracts. They can actually pull copies and print them out if they want go to www.truehope.com. So it's www.truehope, T-R-U-E, by true, and the word hope, H-O-P-E, dot com. Another thing that they can do is if they just want to phone in, they can phone one eight 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 true hope 1-888-TRUE-HOPE, and um, visit with one of the counselors there and get some information. Lots of information on the website, lots of information over the phone. They can feel free. So that's 1888 True Hope by calling, or on the website, one um, com
2: Yeah okay thank you so much for joining us and sharing your story anthony i think it's probably very inspiring for a lot of people to hear i mean it it started tragically but i think you saved a lot of lives with what you're doing and changed a lot of lives um which is um you know very commendable so thank you so much for what you've done and what you continue to do and thanks for joining us and and sharing on on the show
4: Well, you know, to me, it's been nothing uh, short of a miracle. It's a godsend. It was an absolute answer to my prayers. And it just tells me that there is somebody looking from above that's prepared to help us when we reach out. So it's been a real blessing. And thank you for having us on. And Merry Christmas to you and all of your, uh, your listening audience.
2: Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everybody. Um, we are nearing the Christmas season, so um, everybody and just enjoy yourself. And um, if you have any questions about this show, uh, feel free to contact me at Calgary at gmail.com, or you can message us on Facebook or Twitter. Um, or, of course, you can contact True Hope at the numbers that were just given, and um, we'd all be happy to help you or answer your questions. Thanks for joining us and um, tune in next week and remember to make today a great day
1: thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of falling through the cracks feel alive and thrive please join dr rebecca risk again next monday at noon eastern time and 9 a.m pacific time on the voice america health and wellness channel we'll talk more next week